Hello and welcome to episode 115 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. And my name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Patty Cake USD. <laughs> uh, how you guys doing? Really good. Good to be back, boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that came out wrong. Good, good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. good to be back. Is it? Okay, good. Uh, yeah. You were off last week, so mm-hmm. you had a good time at Sky. Yes, I heard you say that as switching allegiances. Yeah, that's right. Um, not the case, listeners, don't worry. It was just a w- week's work placement. Okay, but if Sky offered you a permanent <laughs> job, you'd be on the first train out of it. Well, I don't know about that, but mm. it'd be tempting, let's put it that way. Mm. But it was a good week. Sell out. Good yeah, week. Um, yeah, it was really good, interesting. Um, I think I mentioned before I went that I was going to be working on that documentary that mm. I helped on in February about the death row. And yes. It's, it's really... Um, Hitting some steam now. It's. I think they're going out to film some of the interviews next month. So wow. they're going out to Texas and Florida. God, you'd be shitting yourself if you're one of those. Yeah. Uh, interviewers. Well, <laughs> well, they, they can. Uh, the series producer who was actually. In, yeah, can you just pat him down again, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you shove some glass between me and him. I don't want to go into that room. Yeah. Well, the series producer who was there last week um, spoke to a bit, and he's he's going out to do the interviews. Obviously, it's very strict, and it does make it quite difficult, like logistically, to organise all these interviews because each state has different laws, and you can only speak to them for an hour. And then once you've once you've interviewed someone, you can't speak to the same person again for like ninety days. So you have to get everything you Fuck. need in that hour, and and obviously there's rules again on how many people you can take in. So I think there's only two allowed. Um, so you and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not as if you can have the interviewer, cameraman, a lighting guy. You've just got to. The interviewer has to set the camera up and do so. Yeah, it's very restricted, and again, much like in February, I was it was all quite research based, um, which I don't mind. It was interesting. Um, don't mind. Yeah. It was all right. No, but I kind of was hoping. You know, they, they did say there was a chance I'd get to do maybe some more practical stuff, but it didn't work out like that. But it was still a great week. Really interesting stuff, and it should be coming out on Netflix. Um, maybe early summer next year. Right, so can't wait for that. But yeah, it's really good, really good insight. So good week. Sounds cool. Yeah, Woody, you have a good week. Yeah, decent. I mean, can't really compete with that. But sure, yeah. uh, I can. Can you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yes. I uh, mm. uh, I went to see uh, the Fresh Prince and oh, yes. DJ Jazzy oh, Jeff. Christ, yes. Oh, now I am jealous by this. How good was it? <laughs> um... <laughs> Like I can't, I kind of went just kind of in the hopes that it'd be a village night. Yeah, well, f- um, well it wasn't village. <laughs> it was village. <laughs> um, but actually, um, when Will Smith actually came on, it was pretty great. He was really good. Was he like the last on? Yeah, he was the last on, yeah. and he was only on for about an hour. Mm. So it was a bit annoying that I had to kind of wade th- through fucking Fat Man Scoop. Uh, Christ, infringing on other people's songs. For yeah, way through the shine before you get. To Pretty it. much, yeah. It was all just shite up until nine o'clock when he came on. <laughs> well, that's and then, and then, was the one it wonder, wouldn't he? That's <laughs> it. 
Yeah. And then at least Will Smith actually. Well, yeah, he, he did his one song, and then the rest he did was just infringing on other people's songs. <laughs> but let's be honest, everyone there went for Will Smith. Everyone there went for Will Smith uh, every time. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Every course. every time an one act left the stage, uh, fucking Jobsworth from uh, what is it, uh, Rock FM, came on and oh, uh, they did this at Lynn Festival. And and we just shouted, "Oh, fucking Will Smith's gonna be coming it's at soon. the end soon, soon." But first, yeah. we've got this fucking knobhead you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, so just endure it, people. Yeah. So what was it like seeing him in the flesh? This collateral beauty actor. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it was good. Um, he, did, he did the classics. Uh, he closed with a uh, a medley song, a mix yeah. of Switch and. And Fresh Fresh Prince Prince theme tune. Oh, that must have been awesome. It was pretty, pretty great. uh, Followed up by a a pretty intense fireworks display, which Mm. was cool as they disappeared from the stage while we were all distracted by the pretty lights. So where were you? Were you quite close to the front, or were you ish? Yeah, I I, I was. I was kind of there, and I I, I waded through all the fucking losers (laughs) and tried to get pretty close. And I'd say. Past the medium point, so I'm, I'm assuming he he turned down the opportunity to come on the show tonight. He did, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he, he had other shit to do, you know. Well, he's, he's, yeah, yeah Jaden's been doing some shit. He's got to get him out of. Jaden's in a dress again. Come on, yeah. so. <laughs> I was annoyed that Jaden didn't uh, appear. I was hoping he would, uh, but mm. there was no appearance from Jaden. Oh, shame. Yeah, uh, he even started talking about uh, when he was expecting a child and shit, and started going on about. How much he fucking loves Yeah, yeah, kid. like between, between songs, did he actually have a bit of a chat with the audience? Yeah, a bit, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then... <laughs> well, he got like most of his first and last visits to Blackpool, wasn't he? So as he was going on about about this shit, he was, uh, I was just thinking, oh yes, here comes Jaden, come on. Come on, Jaden, get on stage. Uh, but it turned out it was just to set up uh, a fucking song he wrote for his first son, Trey. Yeah, so no Jaden, which was a shame. Um, so, so I was, I was, I got to where we were standing, and then uh, I was looking around a bit because I knew there was going to be some people there, and like, not very far in front, like a few people in front, I saw the back of Dale's head. No way! <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did say he was going. Yeah, he did go with Nicola. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty funny that out of all the people, <laughs> he was like right there. <laughs> so and spoke to him. There was a, a cup of piss on the floor next to him. Oh, nice. Um, oh, what comes Blackpool? Which did get knocked over. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was probably the best part of the night, actually. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that, that was a pretty good night. I say the only other day that's comparable to that was today because I had my I had a cherry bakewell tart for the first time in my life. What? So get out of here. Yep. My God, man. Yeah. I love a cherry bait well, man. Yeah, I do. I do now, yeah. It was <laughs> bloody delicious. <laughs> Why are you waiting 22 years to have a fucking cherry bait? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's not like I was kind of thinking, Oof, I, I like one of those, but I'm going to wait till I'm 22. It's gonna <laughs> be a, you know, I, I just haven't had one. Just It's, it's worked out that way mm. in my life. It, it's been a pretty rough life. But anyway, I had one today. and right. So that probably just edges out the Will Smith thing. Mm. That's fair enough, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, that was my week though. That's pretty awesome actually. Yeah, it was good. Alright, uh, are we ready to start reviewing this film so, then? Yeah, yeah come on. Alright. <laughs> okay, this week we're talking about Patty Cakes. Uh, has it been 
Joe's not here, by the way. I know it's Joe's not here. Yeah, let's mention that. Um, I don't know if that was obvious from the fact that he hasn't said anything well, yet. We get a special guest, Thomas James Broderick, but he was surplus. Well, he deemed mm. us surplus to his requirements. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he he did say he was going to come on the show tonight, Thomas James, but he decided mm. against it last minute. His loss. Yeah, his loss. I think so. His loss. A little insight there. Mm. Right, this week we're talking about patty cakes. Here's a clip. <laughs> What the hell is that? It's a sculpture of the Jersey Devil. You're creeping the shit out of me. For real. Look at that chicken skin. God damn! Look at all this satanic shit! Oh, word? I gotta take a picture. It's like a serial killer spy in here. How many bodies you got buried in here, bro? Uh, what's your Wi-Fi password? Ouch! That was some crazy shit. Joe, just stay with me, Anna. Right, Patty Cakes is directed by Jeremy Jasper, and it stars Danielle McDonald, Bridget Everett, Siddharth Dananjay, and Mamadou Athi. The synopsis is, Patty Cakes is centred on aspiring rapper Patricia Dombrowski, a.k.a. Killer P, a.k.a. Patty Cakes, who is fighting an unlikely quest for glory in her downtrodden hometown in New Jersey. What did you two think of Patty Cake, USD? <laughs> um, do you know what? I thought it was alright. I thought it was quite good. Hmm. Yes, some cringy moments um, and some jokes that didn't hit as I'm sure they would have hoped when they were making the film. But overall, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I mean, we were the only ones in there, <laughs> so we yeah. could laugh as loudly as we wanted. Yeah. Um, going in, um, I know Richie was a bit sceptical. Well, more, we'll more than sceptical, I'd say. Well, more than sceptical. I, I really expected to hate this yeah. film. I mean, we'll get to your thoughts in a minute. Mm. I'm not sure how you felt about it, but I just wanted us to see this film over something like American Made because, you know, I mean, it's a big blockbuster and when a film like this, which is a bit more indie and it was screened at Sundance, is in Odeon, I think we should take the opportunity to see it. And I'm glad we did because I thought it was funny. Um, characters were great. Um, it was a good story. I mean, yes, in terms of the story arc, we had a lot of predictable events that in these types of films we always see it, you know. Um, I mean, I won't say it now because... It might Spoiler. be a bit spoilery, but yes, predictable moments. Like I say, in these sorts of films, when it's kind of a rags to riches, you do get similar things playing out in a few of them, and that did happen. But, you know, it, it didn't really matter because it's it's not trying to be this big sort of um, statement film. or And so that didn't really matter to me. I thought the music was actually quite... Well, not good, I'm not into that kind of music, but it it wasn't like... It was it, it, it had the right balance between obviously it's not incredible because the whole point is she's like not made it and she's trying to make it but it wasn't so terrible that you couldn't believe that people might start to like it and like when she was giving out her sort of demo tapes it was getting a bit of attention and I, thought, I, I get the feeling it was supposed to be really like really great and the only thing holding well, her back is a race and and things that aren't to do with the music really yeah yeah I agree with that like, yeah. It, yeah, everyone that saw past that and just listened mm. to the music mm. was like, "Yeah, man, this this fucking sick." Yeah, yeah, no, that's true, actually. Yeah, and um, okay, I, yeah, no, no, go on, don't waste yeah, it. go on. Um, and actually, it wasn't just 
comedic. I think it actually had a lot of heart and a lot of sort of deep running, um, yeah, messages, but not in a horrible, cringy, preachy way at all. And it did focus on the comedy, I think. And yeah, just really enjoyed it, actually. Surprised, but enjoyed it. Okay. Woody? Yeah, I pretty much agree with what Jack said there. I think I might have liked it a bit more than him. Um, yeah. I thought it was... I thought it was a very good film. I think it was um, one of those where, I don't want this to sound too harsh, but it was a bit, bit pulling out a lot of old tricks. Mm. There wasn't too much originality in terms of the story, in terms of the content. But I think it was done in a really good way. I think it could have gone so, so wrong. And <laughs> ten minutes in, I was thinking, Christ, what is this going to be? Mm. when we sort of wake up to kill a piece when she's singing in the mirror oh yeah and I was thinking oh what is this <laughs> and we had these weird dream sequences I was just thinking right well I know what I know what the film's trying to be and if, it, if it's going to keep continuing down this road it's just going to fall flat and it's going to be it's probably just going to be offensive in the end of, at the end of the day mm. but it really didn't do that and I think it's sort of Jack Ryan the, the family side of it and um the the the, uh, the other characters as well who were quite funny that the yeah. um, what was he a- aka Deepak Shakur I mean he, he was brilliant he, <laughs> he was great actually he was brilliant probably my favourite character there was a lot of good performances all round I thought okay there might have been a few characters who were a bit not too keen on but I think everyone sort of brought something mm. and the mother as well the mother was brilliant yeah um, what's her bloody name I don't know Bridget Everett she yeah. was very good and Danielle, Danielle McDonald, shout out to her. She was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she as, was um, as Killer P. Yeah, and I think if we, if we didn't have her, um, this film would would have been very run of the mill, mm. middle of the road, generic. But it didn't end up being. I actually, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, there's some of elements of Eight Mile in there, of course, there is especially with the the fact that it's a it's a white rapper trying to break out the streets and mm. trying to sell sell herself and make it. But I think he's. I mean, I don't know. I saw about eight miles fairly recently. Are there any homages to that, or is it just yeah? I mean, similar? The, 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 the the rap battle she has um, near the beginning of the film with mm. the guy who ends up headbutting her. Mm. Yeah, I mean, eight miles just basically ninety minutes of rap battles right. with the big finale at the end. But you know, I still, I still really like that film. Yeah, um, I'd actually probably say that Patty Cakes is a bit is a better film. Mm. Yeah, I mean. It's definitely got a bit more of an indie feel to it. It's got a bit more of a... There's a bit more going on. With, with 8 Mile, it's just about White Rabbit. It's actually called White Rabbit. Or Eminem, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's just about him doing his battles to get out of a place. Whereas with this... It did have a few layers, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and good. I actually cared for the other members of the band. Like I said, the... the um, What's his bloody name? I can't keep calling Bob. him Deepak Shakur. Or <laughs> uh, yeah, what was he called? Have you got uh, uh, Bast- Jerome, I think. Jerome or Jerry? Jerry, yeah. Jerry and um, the, 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 the black, Bastard the Antichrist. I thought he was brilliant as well. And he, 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 I liked his character. I liked the... I liked everyone's characters. And then we ended up... The journey we went on, I thought, was good. Um, there's some bits that we'll get into a bit later that I wasn't mad keen on. And I think, as Jack sort of mentioned earlier before, but we'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. But overall... Yeah, do you know what? I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to say, I'm absolutely spot on, Jack. The fact that this was quite popular at Sundance. I think we've done the right thing to go to it 
And it's a shame that it was an empty screen, yeah. And it's a shame that it won't get the credit or well, not, recogni- I mean, recognition. There's been zero marketing. Zero marketing. Zero talk about it, really. It is a shame because I'd rather go and just back myself and go and see something like this instead of go to fucking Dark Tower, go to, what's it called? American Made. Mm. So I know what it's going to be. It's just going to be blockbuster shite. <laughs> yeah. Whereas at this, you know, go and see an indie and go and support it. And I think it was pretty darn good, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with uh, the two of you. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good for the most part. Um, yeah, I, I I really was kind of expecting to hate this. I, I, admittedly, I judged it pretty quickly uh, because I hadn't seen a trailer or anything for it. Yeah. I just kind of looked at it and thought, this mm. this really looks like it's going to be just a yeah. kind of touchy. It looks like, especially since you were recommending it, I thought it was going to be a kind of touchy feeling. <laughs> and I can understand that. You like. Yeah, because... If you just look at it off the, you know, off and the, off a triad one as well. Yeah, and yeah. This is what I'm saying about this sort of the story itself, the rags to riches, the the street sort of things. It, yeah. it's so easy to do wrong. It really is. I've seen a lot of these films that just fail. Yeah. Whereas I think with this didn't do that. Mm. So I thought it, it looked just kind of cringe-inducing, uh, and so yeah. I was like, if even if if we go and see something like American Made, at least we'll know what we're getting, and it's going to be. It, it might have the chance of being fun, even though I'm not sure it actually will be. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be, kid. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did quite like this. Um, yeah, I was feeling the same with you at the beginning, because it, it, it started off with a massively cl- cliched dream well, sequence yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and then she just wakes up and it's like snap back to reality. And, you know, you can see that in a million fucking films. Yeah, like, I was really looking Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, I was getting a bit sweaty there. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it definitely brought itself uh, back when when Deepak came into it, and uh, pretty pretty much I think when he came into it, it was that like, was very funny that bit as well. Yeah, the, the, in the in the in the pharmaceutical shop when yeah. their boss just grabbed it. Yeah, very funny. Very yeah, funny. it was, uh, and and a lot of his stuff was funny. He, he was he was probably one of the yeah. Do you know what? I actually thought he that sort of character would usually wind me up. Yeah. I, yeah, there's just something about him. I think, I don't know, the side guy yeah. who's just always got something to say and just kind of get know, on your nerves a bit. But I thought he was brilliant and I thought he was very funny. Yeah, I think that's that, that, I think there's a lot of examples where that's done well and is really funny. But but yeah, at the same time, it's a very easy thing to do I think what I'm trying to say is, very, wrong. Yeah, it's very easy to get wrong. It was, it was great when he first entered Bastard's Shack. <laughs> And yeah, he, and he yeah was like, that's, that's one of my favourite scenes, I think, actually. Uh, just yeah, just yeah, after yeah. Pat, Patricia yeah, and, and him had had a bit of a... Yeah, I know what you He just saying. comes in. And... Yeah, they're having a bit of a moment there. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one of my favourite scenes, I think. Um, What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> it's my favourite line of the whole film. Um, yeah, he was, he was really good. He, he didn't even, like, overplay it, really. No, no mm-hmm. he didn't overplay it, and that's sort of what I'm trying to say. I think that's the key to it. It's very easy to overplay. Yeah. And it's very easy to try and steal the thunder oh, of, yeah. of Killer P yeah. and think and overact, basically. Mm. And, I, and I think he was he was very well cast. And I've got to say, I've never heard of a guy before, but he was he was brilliant. It helps that there were lots of other funny characters in this as well, because then yeah. he, he doesn't just become the comic relief. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was spread out. It was, yeah. Everyone was funny. You know, even the main yeah. cast, uh, the main the main. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, well, Patricia. Danielle Donald, yeah. 
Yeah, she, Kill she, she, she was very funny, and uh, yeah, I, th- I thought she had a pretty stellar performance. Yeah. Um, all, all the characters were, were great. Yeah, it, it's basically just what could have been so wrong about this is the kind of simplicity of the story and, and the fact that it's... Sorry, what the fuck is going on? I believe there's some fireworks going on or something. Oh, it's the opening night, isn't it? Yeah, but we it were just... very that, close. That's got to be further away than that, surely. Yeah, but if it's in Blackpool, they might be massive. Fans, fans, fans of Blackpool, tonight is the... Uh, switch on. Switch on. Oh, to be fair, yeah, definitely are. Blackpool Illuminations... So this is the shit we've got to deal with while we're trying to fucking record it. It's fucking rude. Oh, no consideration, is there? No, not at all. Yeah. So sorry about uh, that. It's not It's not us creating that bad uh, feedback. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I was saying about the simplicity of the story might be it's, it's kind of downfall with the fact that, yeah, the actual storyline is, is a bit generic or um, it's not the right word, but... Uh, maybe formulaic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did, um, it did follow a definite well-trodden path, didn't it? Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it it is saved by its characters and um, and the way it was directed. Actually, it was pretty. Yeah, cool. It was shot well, actually, yeah, it wasn't it? Shot very well. Shot very well. Um, but that's it's, it's saving grace for me. And the music. Yeah, the music was pretty decent. It's not my kind of thing either, but it was pretty decent. Yeah, you can sort of understand and appreciate it. And... Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my kind of thought. I think the whole thing with the music side was that I sort of again, you know, you talk about the actual story. It was a bit telegraphed that bastard was going to end up working with Killer P, and, mm. and, mm. and I, I think that was good though. And I think I like that scene that you're talking about where he got his went to his little bunker and all that crazy shit he was playing. Once he slowed it down, yeah, slowed it out. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah, it was great. Cool. They all three of them, well, all four of them, um, were a good little team, I thought. And yeah, yeah, right. Maybe you won't go out and buy the soundtrack to this film. Well, I don't think many people would really, but no. I don't think that's the point. I think the point is that she was trying to get out of a situation mm. by making something that was a bit different and yeah. wasn't trying to just be the same. Um, mm. Like trappy sort of beats, but be just all the other yeah. guys were doing, and that's yeah, it area, stood out from all the others. Yeah, it stood out. Yeah. It stood yeah. out definitely, and it, and it makes sense, um, and, and especially the way it progresses, uh, yeah, and it gets to the song that she actually sings towards the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes sense within the world, but that's the story. Definitely, and Bastard was never going to turn into like fucking Jay Diller. He's never going to start making these crazy like proper hip hop classic beats. He was just going to make this weird abstract stuff wouldn't it it was always going to yeah. be a, a process where we all and, and that scene was great and those montages actually yeah I love them we oh, didn't, yeah. didn't we just spent the right amount of time on them we had a couple of songs and we went we sh- edited it really well and shot it really well and that's all you needed mm. one song done one song done and it, it was a really good um, yeah. good montages those yeah. I really liked them I liked and, them a lot plus the one where like this thing's like the one where she's getting her hair Washed and shit. Yeah, that's nice. That well, was one, good. one of my favorite. That ones, was lovely. Yeah, one of yeah. my favorites. I won't call it a, a montage, but one of my favorites bits of editing in the film, and the whole film was edited very well. Mm. May I add? Um, it's the scene where when she goes into. The, sorry, sorry. I you said something funny. <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember what I was going to say now uh, the scene where she goes and delivers the drink to OZ and he uh, yes, yeah. talks about the painting 
Mm. And as you talk about the painting, it's sort of flashing images. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very well edited. Very well edited. I, I really like that bit. Yeah. There is there is a slight aspect to the character of OZ, which I wish had been a little bit different, which I'm probably getting to in spoiler. Uh, well, we could... Um, we could do spoiler, spoiler now. now. Might maybe time to get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a few things to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll get into spoilers now for Patty Cakes. So if you care about spoilers, then just skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Okay. Uh, so the OZ thing. Uh, I thought it was setting him up to just... To, to yes, get into her mind, like the way that he did. But then... I thought she was going to overcome him and just kind of see him for the pretentious douchebag that he actually is. Mm. But in the end, the, when she actually... She kind of starts to take the advice he can... Well, advice that he kind of gives. and Yeah. Because the final song she sings is different to all the others because it's more... Yeah. It's not just generic, the lyrics. It's more deep-rooted in her. Yeah, it's a bit more personal. Exactly, which is kind of what he was saying. So... I kind of wish it had just made him out to be more of a pretentious dick. I think I think else. we did a good job of um, making him out making him out to be this um, big star, if yeah. you will. And I wasn't mad keen on the dream sequences with that involved her and Ozzy. I wasn't too bothered about them. Yeah, I think there was too many. Yeah, probably used a few times, but those were parts where I just wasn't that caring for him as no. much. But I did. I it does get it across though. I did like the message with him being the sort of the figurehead of uh, aspirations for the people who want to do that, mm. get out of the hood, and that's what you can do. You can earn all this money, yada yada yada. Yeah. Again, maybe a bit generic, but I actually like the scene where she gives him the demo tape and that. Mm. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that, and yeah, um, I did. It's just that, but I quite, I quite like the symbolism of what they were trying to get with LZ. They were trying. And I, I think it worked, and I did like it of him being this massive star who's just not really that bothered about. It's just all about the money side of it, and less about like the the girl, the woman who um, takes the CD in the end. She was a lot more down to earth, wasn't she? Yeah, she yeah. had a bit of success, and she actually said, "Well, actually, give me that. I'll have a listen to it." Instead of just you know, dub, literally dubbing out his his cigar with it. I and I think it maybe is a bit of a comment on. The, the massive stars of today, I think, especially like the green symbolism, like that's just that's Doctor Dre, yeah. that's that's classic. Yeah, it is, but that's why I think that, that's what we're trying to do with it. It is, but that's why I feel like that that the aspect that I'm talking about because it, it does do all that, but then in the end, because bastard has a line, doesn't he? He says, "Don't worship false prophets." Yeah, but and he I think that's sort of yeah again going back to that. But it, but he, but O Z is also going on about. The, the the art and the reason yeah. something costs so much is it's it's art and what you do isn't art because you're just spouting the kind of crap that everyone spouts in those types of lyrics. Right. And then in the end, she's not doing those types of lyrics. It's it's like she's seen what he was talking about, and in the end, that's what I mean. It's like she it's like she's taken his word and actually done it right the way he would have done. Which makes which makes me kind of feel like it, the film is actually making him seem like the, the correct Guys one. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying, but I don't think OZ... I just think that the film's a bit um, messy in that kind of sense. I see, what, I see what you mean, but I don't think the film 
portrays OZ to be his music. I don't think it tries to. His music is. I think I think his music is generic and like all the rest. Yeah, I do. Even though he said that to her, I don't think his music is. Yeah, mm. I think he is. I, mean, a, I fair, think he's a false we prophet. We, we don't hear his music, do we? No, we have one little bit, right. or a few little bits, maybe. Yeah, well, at one, the beginning in the one, dream one video at the start. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so you're saying like, oh, it's just kind of a bit frustrating that this douchebag who is clearly. It just seems like it sets this guy up to be like, she's aspiring to be him. Yes. And then he kills her dreams. So it feels like what it should do is she proves him wrong. Mm. But to me, it feels like she proves him right in the end. I don't know, because I think she the last song... Because she does make it more arts, it more about the arts rather than her Yeah, shit. because she sampled I, the I, mum's yeah, metal, didn't she? Yeah. So. I just felt... I, I feel like it, it was... It would have made more sense in that... The thing is, I like all that, and I like how it progressed mm. that and the way the mum's song come into it. It's just the way that kind of contradicts itself there that I feel a bit iffy on. Because I feel like it would have made more sense then if one of her already established tracks had been the one to get her forward. Yeah, but... She she does, but did it get her forward, though? Because I don't think it did. She doesn't, she doesn't win the contest. A, they perform a song, they don't win the contest, mm. and then it's actually at the very end where she where the, the, the DJ uh, plays... More down-to-earth person. One of the tracks that she... Yeah, they they don't. Style. Yeah, oh, the first yeah. track we ever made actually, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Yeah, and well, that's the one that gets radio play. And isn't the radio plays the bigger success than the competition? I think, I think it, I think it's the, it's more just the second success in their in their minds because and, it, it, like, yeah, they didn't win the competition, but it's still a step forward. And it's like it is. Well, we've 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 done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't win, but you know, this is only the start. I, th- I think the bigger win is getting the radio play, and I must admit, it, I didn't actually like the. That last song, actually, I didn't like the, the uh, really talent show. I didn't like. All right. I wasn't that keen on it because I didn't like the mum coming in and singing of sixteen bar. I yeah, like I wasn't it. crazy about that. I, I, oh come on! Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah, that as well. It, it was a bit like that. Sampling it would have been enough. Yeah. Without her, yeah, sampling would have been enough, and then the woman, the mother, uh, just watching on from yeah, the yeah. Why did you get up and singing the fucking? Yeah, thing? I, yeah. I mean, on. I mean, it's, you, you, it's you, already you, a cliche from her yeah. just watching. Of course, from the it back. Is. yeah, yeah. 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 Token lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's already a cliche, but just stick to that then because yeah. there's no way that she'd in that situation, which and that bit actually was a direct sort of eight mile thing, in, right. very similar towards the last battle in Eight Mile. Although it's not a rap battle per se, yeah, yeah, but it's the same setting and. These guys were literally getting uh, pelters and getting bottles chucked at her, and then mm. two minutes later, everyone's going mad. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, it was all this. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was thinking that. Yeah, I, I did feel that. Imme- I, I, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. You know, they they yeah. go from fucking get off you fat cans yeah, to, oh, this guy's well, listen, fucking great. Listen, yeah. this happened in yeah. Brent. This happened on Life on the Road, didn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a fucking. Well, actually, yeah, it does happen. That yeah, does happen. And, but, yeah, I was going to say that's a fucking yeah. comedy, but that's not even one of the comedic moments. Yeah. So I'm, still, though, that's not. That's why I wasn't That's a film that's not supposed to be taken as seriously mm. as this one is. No. And that's why I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. that keen on it. And I just don't think. Yeah, I do think her singing was a bit like past the mark of. Because I, I was quite cliched. But I, I quite liked. I really did like the angle of the mother um, mm. coming this close to fame, coming this close to getting signed, mm. and for whatever reason, not getting signed. I like that. And the resentment that she then passed on to her daughter, when it should have been, she should have been really supporting her and backing her. I like that element of it. Mm, I, I did, I really like this. The bits with the policeman, 
and his band when she was singing in the pub karaoke, were really yeah, funny. Yeah. And some of the karaoke bits were really funny. Yeah. They were they were funny, but they also were quite um yeah, meaningful, weren't they? Yeah, definitely. And it's just, it's um, sort of a, oh you're thinking oh, I could have I could have been that someone yeah. sort of thing and you do feel a bit sad maybe. yeah and that's where I think it does deserve a fair bit of credit because I, I really don't think it is easy to strike that balance of yeah we were laughing at those scenes but then they have that shot don't they where it's kind of like slowly zooming in on the mum and then we see Patty Cakes watching her mm. you know like welling up a bit even though everyone yeah, she's got a great as they said a great set of lungs great set of lungs even though everyone around them is kind of just you know drunk and having a good time yeah. it does manage to um, focus down on that more meaningful moment and yep. but at the same time like I say yes it is funny so to have that balance and it did it it wasn't just that occasion I think it did it a few times mm. they were probably my well they're the moments I'll take away at least it didn't focus in on OZ at that point as well like, yeah, yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah. even it show him again yeah do you know what I was actually quite glad which is good they didn't, but they, didn't, t- they didn't waste or they didn't actually um hammer home the fact that OZ because I thought we were going to do OZ was going to be the big bad guy who's mm. just money driven fucks bitches smokes dope you know what I mean I thought he was going to fall down into another cliche trap mm. which he didn't do which he didn't do um, and yeah. I actually quite that scene was brilliant with Patty and, and OZ and it's that all sort of you know, never meet your hero sort of thing, isn't it? That's yeah. what can happen, and I thought that bit was brilliant. Yeah, actually. but it's good that it didn't show him once they got on stage, because then it's yeah, like, because then it's yeah. like, it's like I was at least expecting, didn't mean, it, you know, it didn't mean anything to him. You know, I was expecting. It annoyed me that didn't he was even there. there. Like, I didn't like that he was. The I don't like that he was there. No, I don't even. Why would he be there? Why would he be there? Surely he's too big for that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was half expecting him to sort of sit up in his seat when Patty Cake started rapping. I was expecting that. Which I'm glad it didn't. I'm very I'm glad. glad it didn't. Yeah, I, I, was expect, I was expecting him to just sit back and show and go, oh, yeah. I guess I was wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, 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 glad. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like, like, yeah, him even being there was annoying. But I, I think annoying. It, was, it was always going to be a, a case of the guy he was on before um, was going to win. Or the actor we saw before yeah. was always going to win. Just like in School of Rock, they and don't win, very, do they? Yeah, School of Rock don't win. <laughs> but he, he, was a bit, he was a bit more generic in that style wasn't yeah. he yeah so. and of course it was those dicks that were there like when she got high when she shouldn't have done it mm. but, but yeah there were a lot of cliches wasn't crazy about that scene either the, the, the bit where she actually the actual bit where she gets high and then uh, yeah. she has like a fucking one toke of weed and then is fucking hallucinating I think it was I think oh she doesn't smoke weed maybe she just got a problem or something like that Mm. Well, when she started saying she was, felt like she was having a heart attack, I was thinking, oh, maybe she's, yeah, maybe she's got a problem with it. But then it didn't seem like it. It was more, I guess it was more just a panic attack. So it was the com- combination of things. So I guess it's not the worst, but yeah, um, one of the most still. one of the most cliched scenes, which I just didn't think it needed, and I was a bit like, oh, wish this wasn't really here. Was when everything was going obviously shit for her. Um, things had t- taken a big turn for the worst. And then we see the scene of, oh, ripping the posters of your idol off the wall. I mean, we understand that she's in a feeling of, you know, utter just distraught. And, you know, we don't need that. And yeah. I could have done without that. Well, yeah, that is a cliche. I don't I don't care that much about it because it, it does make sense still. But it, it is a yeah, cliche. It makes sense. But you know what I mean? Like, just... Yeah. But there were a few of them in that. Well, there was a lot throughout the whole film, to be honest. And, you know, we've mentioned it did follow a well-trodden path. 
but it didn't take away from my enjoyment. Yeah, I won't call this film a cliche film. But no, I, I, I always said I really wouldn't. It either. definitely borrows and yeah. uses stuff that we've seen before. No, I, I would say it's, it's not a cliche. No, it's not a cliche. That that would be very harsh, I think. And yes, it does. I think it does it a disservice, actually. No, no, I'm, yeah, I don't... I don't know. It does have a lot of cliches in it. Yeah, but, but it's, it, not... it's more about the fact that, in spite mm. of those things, it, those those don't really bring it down that much. Mm. No, and, and there's a lot more to it than those moments, and and I don't think it should be remembered for those. And and it's quite unique, actually. I, you know, um, I wouldn't say to people, you know, if I'm trying to sell it, you know, it wouldn't be a case of. Oh, no, you know, we have to bring him up in reviews. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. But I do agree with Woody. I think it does do a bit of a disservice to go too far down that route because, mm. yeah, it borrows from things, but it had a lot of originality, and I think the casting was spot on. Um, so yeah, it was just okay. Right? Is that? Everything? I think there's something else, but I can't bloody remember. <laughs> so I have to come back to me later on or something. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Yeah, should we just get on to your favourite scenes then? Yeah. Yeah. All right, what have we got? Mine is the uh, montage scene that Woody mentioned in the shack as they're making their first two tracks. Mm. Um, Gates of Hell. Yeah, brilliant um, mo- brilliant montage. It really sort of just showed the group coming together. Um, and as an audience member, it just made me back them even more and just showed you know showed the process really nicely. Like Woody said, didn't drag it out. It was just a couple of moments. And then it was over. And it was funny as well, very funny. Yep. So a great montage, and that's my favourite scene. Right. Woody? I'll probably go for the um, the one where Killer P goes and serves OZ his, um, mm. whatever drink it was. And the subsequent her... Actually, you know what? We've not really talked about that bit properly, where she does the rap behind his head. And then he says... Mm. Uh, where, behind his vision. And then he... She turns around, gives him a CD, and, and she says, "Oh, I didn't expect." It's all like that. It looked like that. Yeah. And then he sort of. Yeah, he said, "Not what I had in my mind's eye, didn't he?" Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's good. And then lays into her. Yeah. So yeah, like if he'd have been, if she'd have been who we maybe, maybe expected to see. Yeah. He he may not have treated her like shit, but. Yeah, yeah. And the, like I said, I talked about that a bit before with the the painting. I really like that the way that was edited together. So yeah, that scene, yeah. All right, well, I'd probably go for the one you said as well, Jack, in reality, but I guess I'll just... I guess I'll go with that first scene with uh, Jeromeo. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Where, oh, where it's the two of them walking... In the walking pharmacy, up, yeah. uh, where, where she's walking up to him. And yeah, that was funny. It's nicely shot, and yeah, that okay, was funny. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with that one. All the AKs couldn't help but think of Shepardy uh, <laughs> G. <laughs> it feels just enough in here. I didn't realise you'd started watching that. No, I've I've not but the bits I've shot you haven't oh, right. you shown me loads of clips and stuff. Right, okay. Okay, the mayor of Hounslow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um that's the end of spoiler talk for Patty Cakes though. So uh yeah, you can listen now without fear. And what are we giving this film out of ten? I am struggling here to pitch it because it does borrow a lot of stuff. I'm, I admire it, and and I think the way it struck the balance of comedy and actually having a lot of heart is shouldn't go unnoticed. It was really quite, really quite powerful, and I, I will remember it. It's not mm. it's not going to be a film that I'll sort of wake up tomorrow and forget all about. Like I'd lot, like to see it again. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd enjoy it again. I think I would, and I think it's it will stick with me. Um, definitely, moments will stick with me. So 
And the acting was great, you know. I watched Danielle McDonald. Yeah. Great performance. Yeah. You know, a role like this is not easy to pull off, and she's nailed it. You know, she's Australian as well, and that accent didn't come And they're from... shit actors. And that accent yeah. did not well, come from... It's funny, she reminded me of a younger Rebel Wilson. <laughs> hey! Oh, God, yeah. Don't go down that route, Danielle. Yeah, please don't. But yeah. to be fair, the <clears throat> Aussie accent didn't come through at all. No. No, um, actually, that's a good point. No, yeah. She's a very good ac- yeah. accent, yeah. Yeah, it was. And the, the entire cast were, were all very, very good, so... It was definitely much better than the middle of the road. <clears throat> enjoyed it a lot. So I'm going to give Patty Kate USD. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Okay. Woody. Um, I was thinking seven point five or an eight for Patty Cakes. Okay. Um, oh, bitch, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Tricky oh, one. Do you know what? I'll, I'll give it an eight. Nice. Yeah. Back the indie. Yeah. Forza Indie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I will give Patty Cakes a 6.5. Okay. Alright. Alrighty. Let's move on. It is now time, once again, for Quiz Night. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? It's the Quiz Night. The Quiz Night Bill Night podcast with <laughs> Richie Woody without Jack and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this week it's a friendly match because Joe's not here, and Jack, I believe you are the quiz master. I am. <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess are you ready to just hit us with the first question? Here we go. Question one: To earn some extra money, Killer P starts working part time at a catering company. But what was the company called? Oh, fuck <laughs> off! It was written on his. Shirts, and we saw it a few times. <laughs> oh, I was not paying attention to that. Next. Okay. Question two. While working at a bar mitzvah, she gives a copy. That's funny as well. Yeah. yeah she gives a copy of her demo to a G- to a DJ also working at the bar mitzvah. Name that DJ. What are these fucking questions? Oh, I think I remember it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Back to the old Jack. Not yeah. Not, not, no, no easy questions. Patrick Come on. Bateman's laundry. <laughs> He's not messing around today, is he? No. This is what quiz night should really be about. <laughs> Question three. Yeah. Towards <laughs> this might be another fucking odd one. <laughs> I don't know actually. You know, towards the end of the film, Patricia and Bastard the Antichrist <laughs> visit the grave of his mother. But what is the name on the gravestone? A lot of naming questions mm. in this. Yeah, sometimes these sort of... It's, fair, it's not the easiest one to sort of... I just had to pick out these types of questions, really, because I was really struggling. Mm. Mm. More trivial than actually about the film's plot. Question four. The group have to pass through a tunnel to get to the makeshift recording studio. But what is that tunnel known as? What's the name of that, <laughs> the name of that tunnel? <laughs> oh, you dear. And question five. <laughs> Bastard the Antichrist describes his idea of freedom to Patty Cakes. But what does he say? Bloody hell. It's when they're all alone at night on the, oh, on the streets. And do you want this really accurate? No, just generally what does he say? when he's? Oh, I can vaguely remember it, but not. <laughs> In my questions... Because when I was writing these questions, I didn't know what his name was until Woody brought it up in the review. So for, for these, I've just... What was, put, his, what was his name? Is that one of your questions? No, I've put... 
Full name? No, I've, I've, I've described him as the demonic black dude. Because <laughs> I didn't know what to call him. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. So the answers. Question one was, to earn some extra money, Killer P starts working part-time at a catering company. But Richie, what was the company called? I don't know, Jack. Oh, that's a shame. Ready? Uh, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> no, it was Ray's Catering. Mm. Question two. While working at a bar mitzvah, she gives a copy of her demo to a DJ also working there. Name that DJ, Woody. DJ French Tips. Oh, nice. Uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Woody has nailed it. <laughs> DJ French Tips. Question three. French Tits? Tips. Towards the end of the film, Patricia and Bastard the Antichrist visit the grave of his mother, but what is the name on the gravestone, Richie? Julia. Oh, but Janet. Oh, it's Julia. <sighs> well done, Richie. Thanks, Jack. Question oh, four. The group have to pass through a tunnel to get to the makeshift recording studio, but what is the tunnel known as, Henry? Gates of Hell. Uh, the Gates of Hell is correct. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Point each. Oh, it's going to come down to the last one. Question five. Oh, shit. The demonic black dude describes his idea of freedom to patty cakes, but what does he say? Uh, <laughs> go to Woody first. No, who actually went? Go to Woody first. No, go to, go to no, Woody no, first. No, it's your turn. Go to Woody first. We're going to stick by the rules. Uh, he hears the sound of the train and explains that that's his way out of here. Is that it? I thought freedom is, his idea of freedom is jumping on the train and riding through the night. Yeah, I feel, you, tell, say yours one more time. Man was wrong, mate. No, say it again. No need for a tiebreaker. What yeah, I'm going to give it. To, I'm definitely giving a point to you. Right. But just say yours one more time. Uh, he hears the sound of the train and explains that that's his way out of here. It's pretty much. He, he, he said that he said that travelling on freight trains across the country. Yeah, is his idea of freedom. Mm. So he pretty much. But not. he does say that's that's my way out of here. Yeah, you, yeah, I think that's pretty much right. Yeah. Mm. I, d- I didn't say you have to be really specific, so... I think you're close enough there, so... Thanks. But... Oh, my God, this means... Uh, I've got three. I've got three. Did I say three? Sorry, I've got two. <laughs> no, you got three, so it's time for a bonus. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker in a friendly match. Yeah, I'll go on. Tiebreaker time. I'm just going to sit here until Jack thinks of his question. Normally, we'd cut this No, bit please out, just but... cut this. No, I'm going to carry on. <sighs> uh... Jack, while you think of a, a question, I'm sure it won't take too long. Woody, how, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm just one of these other films that we could have seen tonight, it's called Stratton, did you see that? It was like one of these generic oh, yeah. spy. Mm. Looks awful. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't interesting to see yeah. that either. Didn't see the trailer, just saw the um, general outline. Actually, I think we'll just cut it until uh, yeah, until Jack's thought of a question, so uh, we'll see you in a bit. Alright, we've finally got our uh, tiebreaker question, I believe, Jack. Yeah, and you should both get this quickly, so it's going to have to be um, first come, first serve. So just shout out when you know the answer. Okay. (gasps) What was her nickname that she didn't like? (laughs) Shit. Dumbo. Oh, oh, I was about to, about to cancel that one. Yes, it was Dumbo. Cool. What you I said well done, but it means nothing, Richie. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Thanks for those questions, Jack. Yep. And, uh, oh, oh, taking a picture. A screenshot there. A little nudie snap screenshot. <laughs> Let's have a look. 
<laughs> no, you're not seeing that. Oh. <laughs> uh, and until next week, that was quiz night. Alright, uh, it's time to get into a bit of news for this week. And something that we've got here is that the Damien Chazelle, uh, who directed Whiplash and La La Land, uh, has got... Oscar-winning Oscar-winning La La Land has got uh, a Netflix series coming Mm. called The Eddie. This is interesting. This is interesting. It is very, because we've seen um, La La Land and Whiplash. Correct. Both of which um, were unanimously agreed by Film Night to be very, very good films. I believe so. so. I preferred La La Land, I know, I think Woody preferred Whiplash. I preferred Whiplash. Me and Richie both. Both of you did. Um, But we all around love them both. So, to see that he's now venturing into an episodic um, venture... He's venturing into an episodic venture. He's venturing into a project, I should have phrased that. Is interesting because you know it's different. It's a very different. No, it's a very different medium, and it's not the same thing. You know, making a longer form. This guy could write for Buzzfeed. Making a longer form series is a very different thing to making a two-hour film. So you know, mm. do I have confidence in Mister Chazelle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Who are you? Um, I mean, this guy is. I mean, it's scary how young he still is. He's got the whole fucking frightens me, mate. That he's got the whole of the world at his feet. He can take anything to any studio, and they'll bloody commission it because of what what he's done so far. So mm. uh, interesting. I have a big call from Netflix, isn't it? Is there any news on uh, casting or what it's a? Not really, Jack. We've not really got much here. That's why we're letting you just kind of stretch this story out as much. Well, as what you just? Well, I've, I've got a bit. Of, little, yeah. I've got a little snippet. Oh, no, well, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bar, a winner. Jack Ford will be handling the script and he was a screen, screenwriter for This Is England ah. another one of our favourites that's another little tick there for me mm, yeah. at least mm-hmm. yeah. um, so, so it's yeah. it's a musical again yeah it's a musical and it's set in Paris and that's pretty much all we've got Eight epi- it's going to be eight episodes um, it's going to be good. it says it's going to be shot in French and feature dialogue in French English and Arabic so, do we know how long each episode will be? Or? No, no, that's pretty decent. Presumably forty-five minutes. I think it's just about sounds of it. Netflix or an hour, something like purchase that. the rights, and it's going to be yeah, won't be until well, at least next year. Yes, yeah, it might be a while, but you know, he clearly you know very passionate about his music, and that obviously yeah. translates into the two films he's made so far. But with his next film, you know about the Neil Armstrong biopic, yeah. Yeah. First Man. Look, looks to be straying away from music. Um, I mean, I'm sure it will be integrated in some way, but it's not. You know, music isn't earnest. You know, the main theme. The main theme. The main theme yeah. So that's going to be interesting. But obviously, this is sticking to his guns, and you know, why wouldn't you? When you know, you're clearly very mm. capable. Mm. Sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Great. Yeah, I'll keep my eye out for it. Thank you. Uh, okay. What was the what was this thing you wanted to say about Edge Grind then? Well, um, yeah, Ed, Go for Ed, Jack. Ed, you take the lead on Ed this Screen, one. I believe. Well, it's Ed Screen. Fucking hell! I Ed said Ed Screen first, and then I was fucking told off to call it Ed Screen. Ed Screen. That's how okay. He, Ed, that's how he says his own name. Well, right, okay. Ed Screen. Then, um, <laughs> yeah, was cast in this Hellboy reboot. Well, that's a separate topic, um, oh. and has since pulled out because he. Well, first of all, he didn't realise that the role he'd taken on was actually originally an Asian character in the comics. 
Did his research then before yeah, he was well, auditioning. That's, that's, yeah, I was about to say, why the fuck wouldn't you at least <laughs> background check your own character? Um, but anyway, fair enough. He's he's since stepped aside because he doesn't want to, um, you know, cause the controversy. And um, obviously Hollywood seems to have a bit of an issue in terms of um, maybe discriminating against um, Asian actors not getting as many roles as perhaps um, white mm. Um, Americans would get. Yeah, there was this, there was a similar uh, talking point with Doctor Strange. Yes, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton's character. Yes, and there was another. What's another one? Social Network. Social Network. Yeah, the guy. Oh God, you put me on the spot there. <laughs> well, you kind of put yourself on the spot with this. The guy who plays um, him, Max Minkella, him. He was cast as the the Asian guy in. Do you remember Army Hammer and his? Uh, book, yeah, I know the character you're talking about. Him. He was he, him in real life is an Asian bloke called Divya Divya Naharenda. Oh, mm. he cast of, him he... and he's just like a white British guy. No, oh. and Fincher got loads of shit for it. He kind of looks Asian. I can see how uh, Fincher might have made that mistake. Oh my, especially God. with that name. <laughs> mm, um, white to me, but... And this decision has Tanned at least. And this decision has um, caused a lot of. Oh, he's got bright lights on him. Come on now. <laughs> this decision has Max caused... Mingella. Doesn't sound like a white British name to me. <laughs> well, but yeah, this decision caused yeah, anyway. caused a lot of uh, buzz on Twitter. Got thousands and thousands of likes and retweets, and it made uh, yeah. it made like the news and stuff. And and it's caused this other actress called it Cla- made the news. It did make the news. I know. I agree. I'm, I'm sure you're right. I'm Not like fucking headline stuff, should. but it was on there. <laughs> yeah. And um, and this caused Chloe Bennett, um, who is an actress in um, Agents of Shield, the Marvel TV show that none of us watch. She she came out and basically said, "Yeah, my actual name is Chloe Wang. I had to change my name in order to be given a better chance of getting roles." And she said, "Once I did make that name change, first audition I went to, got the part." Um, mm. I mean, yeah, you can look at it and if you, uh, I'm a bit skeptical of the well, story. Well, yeah, you know, you, but, but the point is, she did have to change her name. Well, not have to, but she chose to. Lot, yeah, okay. Um, Lots of actors change their names. Yeah, but this... and lots of actors have to change their names because yeah. other actors have similar names. Yeah, but this isn't a this isn't a similar name thing. This is because she, she felt says. she wasn't getting the roles, and I'm sure this yeah. isn't an isolated case. Um, mm. You know, no, I'm sure. And and yeah, it does seem to be a big issue at the moment. But um, my question is, do you think Ed Skrine is just trying to get a bit of attention here? Like that's no. not actually the reason he left. No, you don't think. Well, no. why, why? Why are you so sure? I'm not so sure, but I'm just no. I do think he. I think he's a very. He's been in Deadpool's. I don't think he's going to be short of offers anyway. I don't think he's if he's trying to make his name. I, think I guess he was in he was in place. Deadpool, so he's not averse to being in a comic book film, comic book franchise films. No, I mean, okay, yes, it, I think it's credit to him for doing it. What kind of makes me no? What what kind of makes me think that you know that is possible is the fact that he didn't do any background on his character that he was being offered. Hmm. So his agent might have just said to him, look. In the comics, this character that you've been offered here is actually Asian. So what we could do... Well, maybe he did know that, and then he only ju- just decided now, and has decided to just say that he didn't know in the first place. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe he did know, took the role, and then with all the controversy that was coming his way, thought, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't do this. Was there controversy coming his way? Uh, apparently. Because the casting was announced. Why and... would that go his way, though? That's not his well, not, well, but it, well, people have got to aim, yeah, I guess, yeah, aim people, it somewhere. I guess, they? still, they should aim it at the casting director. Yeah, or if they knew who they were. But like, um, and it was only literally two or three days after this was announced that 
that he left the role. So, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I, I agree with it. it. Yeah, okay. If it, if the, that is the sole reason that he left it, then sure, all credit to him. I think that's a good thing. Yes, I'm not saying that it's the sole reason. Okay, that's all I wanted. I think it's yeah. I think good on him for doing it. Yeah, and, and it is good. And to hopefully, just... it sets yeah. a precedent. But there's definitely a, P, a PR opportunity here for Ed Scram. Yeah, there sure. is. There but yeah, I think it's very. I think sorry to interrupt you. I think it's yeah, very no, naive to think that he's done this just because he's dead against. He's read the comics and he thinks it's. Mm. Well, I thought I was taking a more cynical view rather than naive, but. I, I, I just uh, yeah, okay, no, cynical then, yeah. I mean you might be right you might be right that this guy this guy has has got a lot of opportunities coming to him so he you know he's going to have even more now so turning down roles isn't exactly the end of the world for him so mm. you might be right and it might it might just be down you know mm. he, he genuinely believes in this and, and it, it's a good thing as long as obviously I mean there's there's two sides to this because you don't you don't want Hollywood to go too far the other way, mm. like they did with the fucking mm. all female cast of Ghostbusters, and then. Yeah, but do you remember that one of my favorite episodes of Master of None, yeah. where Aziz Ansari talks about the lack of uh, mm. Indian actors, yeah, and when he's doing those auditions and yeah. he tells him to put on an accent, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. that film that we keep referencing. It's it was really actually a white guy just covered in brown paint. Like, that was a very funny episode, and I thought it was actually quite, yeah, telling really, wasn't it? It's was quite, yeah. But then the other thing is. The people that complain, that can make these complaints and are bothered about this, I feel like then can't say, oh, well, why why can't we have uh, fucking Idris Elba playing James Bond? Mm. You know? It's the same thing for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. What's the difference? Uh. <laughs> but then, but you know, whatever. Got a bit tangent here, but yeah. Right. I think mm. it's a pretty much the same story. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I see your point. I don't know. It's... it's honestly, it's literally just the other side of the coin. I know, but with that, it's more about the sort of tradition of the character. When... No, it's not. It's what the character was in the original source material. He was a white guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that, that's the reason why... And that's the same thing with this. The source material has it as an Asian character. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So, good on him. Uh, if Okay, I'll try not to be as cynical about it, but... Yeah, it's, I'm starting to come around. It's probably it probably is uh, down to that, which is a good thing. Mm. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, just, I really don't want Hollywood's a bit of a mess at the moment. I just don't yeah. want them going too far in the yeah. other direction, like yeah. they already are doing with feminism. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. Mm. Mm. Oh, of course you have. Yes, yeah, these very tricky subjects, Jack. Yeah. Very tricky, mm. and, it, and it's our responsibility. To talk about them and invite your voice, so please. Um, and it kind of brings up another, another. Uh, so sorry, you're trying to plug. Go on. No, not plug anything. I'm just saying, you know, please, please get it. Please get involved in this discussion. We'd love to see uh, here. Immediately your go from you saying but, but, it's our job to unbiasedly go on about this. Uh, immediately go to capitalise on the uh, story. Well, Jack, how would one? Get in touch in such a way. <laughs> oh my god, we use it every week. <laughs> well, I can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember, it's interesting because we've told you many times. But it is at filmlight <laughs> underscore on Twitter. If your comment happens to be 140 characters or less, email, email. Or you can email if you have a more long form point to make, which is um, filmlight at yahoo.co.uk. 
Or, of course, we do have a Facebook page. <laughs> do we have a website? Oh, we do. <laughs> and you can subscribe to the podcast on that on that format if you do so, please. <laughs> but, What's the website uh, called? Filmthatpodcast.com. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need to wrap this shit up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, but... It yeah. does It does very, like... It does bring us quite neatly on to another, another news story this week, which was that there's now an, an all-female cast oh. version of... <laughs> oh, I've not told me what it is yet, I'm already... Oh. Of The Lord of the Flies oh, coming out, sake. which is just... Well, I mean, this is the point you were making, Hilarious. really, Richie, wasn't it? You know, Pretty much, yeah. It is funny, but I just... Yeah, but it's not, though, is it, really? No, it's, it's not. It's is it, Yeah, it's an absolute mess. abysmal. State of affairs. Why? Why is it, be, why is it being done? I don't know. There's just no need. There's no need. Wasted breath, though. They're going to keep fucking it's... doing it. <laughs> it's so stupid. And it's not even like, you know, it's a... apparently it's Warner Brothers, like a big studio doing it, and... <laughs> Well, I'm t- I'm, I refuse to see it. Oh God, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it time of day. And I, yeah. I think I think I'm uh, starting to agree with that. Because uh, I think this is the, this is the only way, guys, and this is the only way we're gonna stop doing these. Is, is, boycott, is, is, boycott, is, is, boycott, If people stop going, if people stop lining the pockets, make cinema great again. Go and go and see. <laughs> go and see something like fucking patty cakes instead of yeah. going to see this studio shite. Yeah, that's because the, I just refuse to that's touch this difference. toxic stuff. They just they just don't know how to how to do something like patty cakes, which is yeah, but that's uh, absolutely right. Strong female led, uh, led film. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Mm. And now they just think. I think it the is. only I think the only way to do this is to take strong male led films and force them to be female. Yeah. I think because we can't write, we can't write. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna re- remember Danielle McDonald's Mac- performance. Yeah, a lot more than we're gonna remember Rihanna in the Ocean's Eight <laughs> film yeah. or, or any of the other eight. Although the performances in Ghostbusters are Ghostbusters. ingrained on my mind, but, <laughs> yeah. stained. Yeah. yeah, well, they actually, I actually wake up in cold sweats. <laughs> Uh, Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig flying through that portal in the ground oh god shantering I should say but yeah, yeah. no but I think the point is but you've got to take out you've got to take away a lot more from something like Patty Cakes and not just Danielle McDonald but all the other women in it mm. they were all brilliant like the mum and the, the, grand, the nan were great instead of a remake of Lord of the Flies with whoever the fuck's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Completely taking away pretty much said, the point fair, of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, but you just summed it up perfectly there about what Patty Cakes was about. This yeah. great performance by these, by these women instead of, yeah, just taking a film and rehashing it with some chicks in it. Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just don't just don't go anywhere near it. Don't touch it with a barge pole. Next. This is, what hap- this is what happens when you put films... In capable hands, yeah, yeah, well, just yeah, just not in a studio. We've so out of touch with it. Yeah, it's just mm. not well, just in the hands of someone that just has a story to tell mm-hmm. and bases its characters on what naturally flows into that story, yeah. rather than making a formula yeah. and to make a great film, and also to make it seem like we're not racist and we're not sexist. Yeah, <laughs> no, spot on, spot on. What a fucking mess. Let's wrap this up. Mm. Uh, yeah. And move on to things that we've watched this week. Jack, what have you got for us? Um, I know you've got some juicy things. Yeah, some juicy things. Uh, I think four in total. I'll start with 
Game of Thrones, I'm carrying very much on with that. Um, I'm now midway through season two. Um, and it's great. It really is great. I, I, yeah, I know. And this was a bit of a gamble for me because it may have worked, which it has, or it may not have done. And I'm really, really liking it. Each episode, it does, you know, there are a few storylines it has to keep track of. You watch it on DVD? Yeah. I'm borrowing your DVD. I'm, yeah, mine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they came, <laughs> that I haven't watched. Well, they, came yeah. off, they came off Sky well too quickly, so uh, Richie's doing me solid. But um, <laughs> no problem, mate. <laughs> Do you a solid there? Yeah, but um, you know, it could be very messy because there are a lot of storylines, a lot of characters going on at the same time. But it does it in a great way that keeps you interested in all of them, um, and they are linked. But obviously, you know. Certain characters don't meet other characters yet, anyway, mm. and I'm fucking well far behind the rest of the world. So, yeah. so there's not much point me sort of, you know, as far behind as me. Yeah. No. So there's not really much point me sort of, you know, waxing lyrical about it because I'm sure people listening. Yeah, are, I, I don't know a single person that doesn't like the show. Exactly, and I know people that don't that haven't watched it, and I know people that love it. I don't know yeah. anyone that's seen yeah, it and doesn't like it. Much, yeah. And 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 the further I get into it, you know, episode by episode. It it, gro- it grows on me even more, and yeah, it's, it's brilliant. So, cracking on with that. And season seven uh, literally finished last week. Yeah, fucking, I was so careful going on all Twitter and all that. Oh, it's impossible. Um, uh, people at work talk about it every single day, so I just yeah. uh, obviously it doesn't mean anything to me. So yeah. Yeah. when I eventually watch it, I'll have forgotten all that shit. Because yeah, yeah, it's true. But obviously now that I I do have a bit of an interest in it, it's it's getting a bit scary, isn't yeah. it? And at Sky last week in the office, they were talking about fucking. Oh, she got zoned out, haven't you? Yeah, I, I did zone out, and it was okay. But but yeah, so Think happy thoughts, happy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely be carrying on with that. And the final season is coming out in 2019. So by then, hopefully, if that's the final season, I'll show me how to Vatican. Well, no, they are doing. There will be there will be some spin-offs. Um, of course they're already being written and made and, um, why is spin-off such a big thing now? I know like I'm sure that wasn't such a massive thing too long ago no it wasn't and now every money other... money money I know but the cash cows I didn't realise spin-offs got that much I mean it must it must be from the fucking Marvel Cinematic it's because universe. it's because when, when people love something it so much that. when people love something so so much and then it ends they need something to quench that first. So yeah. all, you have, all you have to do is offer them something vaguely related and they'll fucking jump on it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess I can't talk because I fucking love Better Call Saul, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but that's very different, isn't it? So my aim is obviously... <laughs> not really. What, to it's like a spin-off. A spin-off of... Yeah, but no, but I mean... Imagine if any random TV shows just started doing spin-offs now. Uh, it seems like that is where it's going. And not just TV shows now, films. We're going to get... Oh, we're we're going to get... The CCU, we're going to get a non-film... <sighs> and a crooked man film. A crooked man. Um, so my so my aim is in 2019 to be watching that as it happens with the rest of the world. Right. And what's happening with your last aim, which was to watch all the Marvel films? Yeah. Before yeah. Thor three came. I out. very nearly put on Thor this week. Oh, that's big of you. But it it got pushed to the, pushed aside. Um, you could have you could have seen them all by now. The yeah. way you were originally going. I know, and I'm still... I'm, I'm still you're pussy, pussy out. I'm not pussy yeah. out. I'm st- by the time Infinity War comes out, I'll have done it. Do you want to take a couple more for when I go away? Actually, yeah. yeah. We'll sort that at the end. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then a film is Logan Lucky. Nice. Yeah, and listen to the episode. Mm. Um, good work, boys, as ever. Cheers. Um, Cheers. Very enjoyable listen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say I agreed with pretty much everything you were saying I really enjoyed it as you guys did it's you know so fun and mm. you know the way it's so satisfying how it plays out and 
all the characters um, and how they interact and uh, yeah, Daniel Craig, you know, how refreshing was it oh, just, just to yeah. see just to see him in a role that isn't Bond. isn't Bond, you yeah. know? And I haven't seen Layer Cake, um, but you say that's great, yeah. so I'd love I'd love to see that. And I ha- it's not it's it's just, yeah. it's not a performance like Logan Lucky performance. Yeah, but yeah, and I haven't seen the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, but, yeah, that that from what I've seen of that though, it looks quite like quite a similar character to Bond. In terms of yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah, a very bland. Mm. Yeah, quite. Yeah, this this was just. I mean, what a character to to have to get yourself into is you know, not just the accent, but he's just mental, just a, a mental inmate, isn't he? Just a great character, but at the same time, a very smart guy. Obviously, I like that scene when he was doing all the brilliant, yeah. all, all the chemical equations oh, and explaining yeah. it, <laughs> explaining that to the two Logan brothers was so good. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the whole film in general was so fun from start to finish. Riley Keough, again, um, I've seen her in another film this week, which I got onto. She was in It Comes at Night. Uh, you know, she, yeah. she she's one to look out for. She she seems and she was in Mad Max. She seems to be um, you know popping up. popping up a lot more now. Mm. And you mentioned it earlier tonight. What, what did you mention? Well, I mentioned it was, a, it was a oh god, I can't remember now. Yeah, so um, I thought she put in a, another great performance. And yeah, I would really like to see Mad- Magic Mike now. None of us have seen it, have we? And there's two, no. of, there's two of them. No. And yeah, when, when they when they were pushing that film, it just seemed yeah like a load of crap. But because it is kind of based on, I think Channing Tatum did used to be a a stripper, and he and like it's, yeah, I know, yes, and obviously Soderbergh. So that's interesting. I'd like to catch that. Um, I'd just echo your guys' thoughts. Really, really good film, and. Um, the other Riley Keough film I mentioned before is called Hold the Dark. It's in post-production at the moment. Mm. Um, it says a thriller. It's directed by one of the new blokes who's going to do series three of True, Detec- True Detective. I think we talked about that off there, didn't we? Right, okay. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. yeah she's she yeah. very good in this. Movie. She's popping up and she's taking varied roles. She doesn't seem to be playing the same kind of character every time. Catherine Waltz stand again, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that surprised me when she just turned up and she was yeah, like talking it, to Channing Tatum. Not, yeah. not the best bit. Yeah. No, but I think um, it's a bit like with patty cakes. I think what we said before about it, sort of borrowing and <clears throat> wasn't the actual story of Logan Lucky was not very original. It yeah, pr- pretty before. pretty straightforward. Although I did agree with what Richard but it's said. The char- like, it's the characters and the story and the storytelling and the direction that yeah. makes it feel like it's an old. Mm. Old techniques, but with a fresh approach that makes it yeah. a good experience. Yeah, it, it sort of combined the old school feel with modern day yeah. shots and cinematography. And yeah. It's a really good film. It's really similar to Oceans, Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Yeah, and that, and that montage, like you guys were talking about, you know, just before the race, yeah. brilliant. It really was. Yeah. So something, something I forgot to mention last mm. week when we were talking about that, though, is that this is the fourth film this year. Which has John Denver playing in it? Yeah, and and, and like weird. the third film that not only just plays John Denver, but like specifically mentions Alien Covenant, Alien Covenant, Logan Lucky, Free Fire, Free Fire, well, right. Alien oh, yeah, Covenant, yeah, yeah, and it was in Octa as well. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it was in Octa. Pretty sure. Yeah. Wonder why that is then. I don't know. I don't know, but I bet he's laughing. At, well, it's cashing in now. Yeah. <laughs> all laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Very strange. Um, at least with Free Fire, it makes sense because it's in that setting, that time. I think, I think it makes sense in Logan Lucky as well, though. 
Alien oh yeah, of course it did. Yeah, Alien, Alien Covenant, Covenant was well, a bit weird. <laughs> Alien Covenant doesn't oh, make sense. That was a fucking anyway. Yeah. So, no. recognise that anywhere. <laughs> Ogjerf, I don't really understand that one either. Mm-hmm. It's weird, that, isn't it? It's weird, yeah. Yeah. Weird little thing to mention. But it was a really enjoyable film, Logan Lucky. Uh, mm. So yeah, and I, and it's a it is another one I would happily rewatch. So. Oh um, yeah, hmm. let's we'll get a DVD of that. Mean watch all yeah. the special features. Yeah. So if I, if I was to give it a rating, I'd probably go eight point five. Okay. Um, oh, 9.5 9.5 Oh, you yeah. did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was taking into account the actual experience of. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I think it deserves a very high rating. And the second film I watched this week was American Honey. Mm. Um, Ooh, and I was interested to about this. Yeah, I was very, very much looking forward to watching this. Um, it was talked a lot about last year around sort of the um, festival season. It was screened at a lot of them, and it was getting a lot of rave, rave reviews. Um, I remember it didn't win the Cannes um, Palme d'Or, but I, I was reading at the time, people, you know, critics who were there were saying, "Oh, yes, this is a great film, but I definitely think American Honey should have won it." So from that sort of time onwards, I've really been hoping to catch it. Very long. How did you it's, catch it? Uh, it's on Sky. It's two hours and forty something minutes, so you have to be pre- you have to be prepared Ooh. for a long um, ride, literally a ride, because it's kind of a road film. Um, it, and the lead actress is played by Sasha Lane, and she plays this young um, poverty stricken teenager growing up in the deep south, and she is an inexperienced, well, no prior acting experience. Um, I read on I read that online after watching it. Incredible, she, her performance is pretty outstanding. Uh-huh. As is, it's a very it's an ensemble cast. There's a lot of young teenage actors in it. Not of them, not a lot of them have a lot of Shire. lines. But Shia Shia LaBeouf is obviously one of the main actors in it. He's the biggest name in it by far. Having said that, Riley Keough is in it, but I think he's a bigger name. And she she joins up with this travelling um, band of rough. All of them have come from poor backgrounds, teenagers, um, and they travel around in this van all across America, selling magazines door to door. And it it's not a it's not your normal structure for a film. It doesn't sort of have a clear start, finish, and an end. It's it's you literally are sat along with them as they go on these trips, listening to their conversations that don't really mean that much in terms of plot, but it's just trying to give you a background to where these characters have come from. And it, it is shot very interestingly. The ratio is um, it's not widescreen. It's kind of like a square, like a documentary style. Okay. Mm. Um, and it is very well directed in terms of. It feels very handheld, but it's but at the same time it looks quite professional. It it, it strikes that balance quite well. For, but for me, it was it was a little bit frustrating at times. I got a bit tired of the constant, um, you know, those scenes that do linger for longer than other films would leave them. It's fine, but after a while, it it just got a bit tedious, and you know, it's very long, and to and mm. to to sit through it. I did just find myself getting a bit like, okay, it's good, but I, I would like a bit more pace. Um, mm. But like I said, the acting is fantastic, and there isn't a definitive conclusion. It, you know, there's no sort of resolution to the story, which makes sense because you know it's kind of the whole point of it, and they just go on traveling. And there's, there's love elements in there, so obviously, you know, yeah, I was lapping that yeah, up that. between uh, Shia LaBeouf's character and Sasha Lane, and their chemistry was unbelievable, actually. And I think I actually did read that they had a bit of a romance offset as well. Almost um, as good as the chemistry between Wonder Woman and Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Almost as good. Mm. Not quite, but mm. yeah, I think they actually did start uh, dating in real life. So, um, but it was a very enjoyable film. 
having you know been looking forward to it for so long, it didn't quite reach the heights that I had it in my head. But oh. hmm. but it was definitely worth a watch. But obviously, what if you, you give it, see, I gave it three and a half on Letterboxd, which thinking about it might be a bit harsh, but out of ten, you know, proper film light rating. Probably three and a half isn't low. No, it's not a low rating, but yeah, I guess yeah. Um, that's probably go for a six and a half, seven. Right. So about three point five. So about three point five. Five. But we're on film right now, so it's ten. It's out of ten. Um, but yeah, ten. definitely <laughs> worth a watch for anyone who's who's interested. Yeah, I do want. I still do want to watch it actually. Yeah. 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 Um, and we've mentioned Riley Keough before. Yeah, another really good performance from her. She really is an actress who can play a lot of different types of roles. And again, she shines in this film. So, uh, yeah, that was American Honey. And the last thing I watched this week was Detroit. Oh, um, just before you go on to that, though, I just wanted to mention, because you mentioned about the aspect ratio in that. Sorry. Uh, when I watched Leon, yeah. the aspect ratio in that yeah. was really weird. Yeah, it's the same I had to zoom. I think you're talking about it, yeah. I had to zoom in it. Mm. Like a square? Mm. It was like a really small rectangle. Yeah, small square. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. I don't, I don't know if it's just because it was old, old film, DVDs. so... Weird. Ouch, another film like that. That's the same oh, so you don't think it was a creative decision? I don't think so, no, because that wouldn't make really much sense to me. Right. It was just really small on the screen. Oh, I had right. to zoom in to fucking mm. watch it. Right, so, okay. Old DVDs, aren't they, yeah. sometimes? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was American Honey. And then, lastly, Detroit. So, um, yeah, Richie spoke to us about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And I still felt at the time that I wanted to give it a, give it a view myself and... And see, you know, how I felt about it. Cause yeah, I still think it's worth watching. I still yeah. think you should see it. Oh, yeah, I mean, probably should do, yeah. Because obviously, you know, Catherine Bigelow, first of all, having seen The Hurt Locker and really loved that film, yeah, you know, that 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 alone would be enough to make me go and see it. She, she doesn't often release films, so, you know, I definitely wanted to give it a watch. But I have to say, I'm, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said, Richie. Mm. It just, you know, yeah, the acting is great, you know, that can't go unnoticed. Mm. It must be said that the acting is fantastic, and yeah. not just from the big names. I thought across the board, pretty much everyone was pretty. Pretty great. much everyone was great. Mm. Mm. But that's the biggest. Well, actually, there are a couple that aren't. Yeah, but I mean, people who have sort of significant like, roles. Cassie from Skins is in it, and I don't think she... really. Yeah, yeah. Did I not mention that when no. we last talked about? Yeah, I, I don't think she's great. Really, I don't, I don't think she's. I don't think she's the best actor in, oh, no, in no. Skins. So, yeah, but Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, Will Poulter and John Boyega were fantastic. It's probably worth seeing just for their performances, but Brilliant. as far as praise goes, that's definitely... Good British actors. Good British actors, yes. Put it on great American accents. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But as far as praise goes, that's the big. That's the biggest thing, really. I mean, mm. it just... Yeah. You know, what Richie said about, at the very end, how it comes up saying, oh, by the way, a lot of this was dramatised because we don't actually know what happened... I mean, you, yes, you've already worked it out, but it's just a bit of a slap in the face for it. It is a bit, yeah. And it does go through a few different genres, and at the end, it's got a whole half an hour fucking courtroom. Is it? It's the worst. I'm really not interested in seeing it. I mean, no, I don't mean they're not in the courtroom for half an hour. But I'd still like to get your opinion on it, though. Right, okay. Oh, no, well, I think I will. I think I will. I might mm. as well. I've got limitless. They're not in the courtroom for half an hour, but it. You know that that phase of the film lasts a, a while. The end of the film is the worst. I I, t- I took points yeah. off it specifically for the end. Yeah, Jeez. and you and you were right too, Richie. It was. I wonder why it's getting so much because it's getting so much hype in it. Well, I, I don't know actually. I'm not, I think critics are. What, I can think... kind of see why. To be fair, I've not really read any reviews. So. Um, 
No, I, I think it's... Does it not split a ping? Oh, whatever, I don't know. Maybe it does, but... And, and also the direction, you know, Hurt Locker. I remember watching that and thinking, this is a very eye-catching... You know, the, the shots in that were very interesting, very different, you know, a bit, bit innovative. Um, some of the styles she used in that film were... Yeah, like I said, eye-catching. But in this, yes, it was shot well. But it was shot competently. It was shot fine. But there was nothing special about it. No, it was shot fine, but is fine really good enough from a director who's won an Oscar for Best Director? Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of... Yeah, the the filmmaking like mm. it's got nothing on patty cakes. No, yeah. and that's mm. that's that's absolutely true. It doesn't. Uh, mm. So I was let down by it. Got to say, gotta yeah, say, yeah, I, I was bored. It was, well, not throughout, but there were moments where I was a bit bored. So anyway, there we go. But yeah, I, I would want to get your thoughts. Okay, uh, yeah, I probably will go and see it. To be fair. Mm. So anyway, just at least uh, at least I know. What to expect when I'm going into it? Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. you won't hate it as much if you've got lower expectations. Because mm. I was expecting it to be really good. I know, but when you hear it from two people, it does sort of. I guess. You know what I mean? But you're watching out. What was... I know, I'm, I know what I'm going to get at the end. The mm. Things. So if I watch it knowing what it's going to be, maybe I can just. Yeah, at least, yeah, you, at least you can kind of brace, brace for impact. <laughs> yeah. What was the screen? I, I do think there are there are good moments of tension in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, to be fair, yeah, there is some tension in there. Yeah. Mm. But it just wasn't quite enough to... There are, there are good things about the film. Mm. Mm. Just that the bad outweighs it, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, what was the screening like for you? I was like the only one in there, basically. For me. Uh, I can't remember now. I think, mm. it, I think it was average. Yeah. I think there was... Mine was a preview, though. Oh, uh, shit, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I think there was about six in there with me, so... All right, no, there was more than that when I would yeah. say. And that's that for me this week. Right. Uh, Woody? Um... A few things. Uh, finished Peep Show entirely. Nice. Um, really cracked on with it this, this last week. Basically mm. done a series a night, basically. <laughs> it's, it's six episodes, 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Netflix. It's a nice We're only getting 10 seconds and it's just rude not to. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad, you know, we were talking the other week about Rick and Morty and... Uh, people just do nothing, releasing it one by one. Mm. I'm glad with Netflix, I was just able to just go through it. It's just a nice watch. Yeah, it's, it's such watch. a good watch, and it would have been a bit weird to do it every week for the years that it was on, because mm. it don't really get that longevity with British sitcoms. And no, and to keep to, to actually keep the stories fresh, especially with this one, I never found one series boring, and I've no. never seen it the whole way through. I remember when the ninth one came out. I never watched it at the time. Mm. And I've never actually seen Peep Show all the way through. I only watched about four or five and never seen the whole thing. And I thought did a great job to actually keep it going. Mm. Yeah, I think Even so. Even after all that time. Although, have you seen the trailer for their new show? Yeah, I'm not really sure I think it that. looks a bit shit. Yeah. What's this one called? Back. Mm. I've not seen that. But I do like the, the, uh, the actual sketch show, Mitchell and Webb. Oh, I love that, yeah. Look, I, I think that's on Netflix. Yeah, it's great. And the Mitchell and Webb situation, or whatever it's called. There's like an earlier one before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the difference between those. I think really. two different ones. But is it not just the same thing? I think just sketches. Just still. sketches, yeah. It's just sketches of them two. They had the Mitchell and Webb, I don't know, they had a radio one as well, didn't they? Like Mitchell and Webb, right. I don't know, Listen or something. Right. Yeah, but I'm going to watch the... Uh, Mitchell and Webb look because yeah. that's on Netflix got that's four, pretty uh, great I've, I've seen quite a lot of the clips oh, right. on YouTube or whatever yeah. recently or fairly recently yeah. okay yeah yeah, um, yeah I, just, I thought it was just a brilliant show mm. good ending <laughs> good ending as well in the ninth season, series yeah I thought it was just a nice way to sort of finish it off yeah, yeah, isn't it quite depressing just like yeah but sort of fucking 
shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what you. Like, so it it what, makes sense in the show. It makes sense, and it doesn't. Yeah. The, yeah, the whole sh- the oh, whole show is not exactly a happy. No, show. was it, was it only last year? Ended. It was only last. Year. No, it's 2015. Was it? I remember yeah. talking about it when it was on the it's, last series. It's 2015, it came out. The last I season. think. I think. Right. When I first watched the last series, because I just kind of I just started watching that last series without watching you were the late rest. To watching. And I, what? You were late to watching the ninth series, weren't you? Was I? Uh, anyway, I can't remember. Right. But uh, I, I think when I wa- when I just watched it, I I kind of felt like it wasn't as good. But then when I watched it again and I watched the whole series yeah. again, I changed my mind about yeah, that. Yeah, see, that's a good thing because I was on such a roll with it. Yeah, it felt like it was all just one continuous series yeah because really. I, I hadn't watched any of it since yeah, the series before so I just went straight into and the ninth about, series and it was like, it's better it, to watch them all I'm pretty sure there was a three year gap between it, series there was a long time nine, so. there was a long time yeah. Yeah. yeah loved it though loved it it's a brilliant show yeah um, two films um, one's called Without a Paddle this <laughs> okay. is a rewatch of a film that I used to watch when I was near to a grasshopper but I always knew it wasn't one of these a Happy Gilmore type level right where mm. it's a classic mm. and you know if you watch it when you're 12 or you're 22 mm. it, you're gonna love it mm. I always knew Without a Paddle was a bit shit but it's good right yeah so maybe it's more in the in the category of Longest Yard or something like that <laughs> but not yeah. as bad as Longest Yard I've um, never seen Without a Paddle Without a Paddle <laughs> you know, it's just it's just stupid it's 90 minutes and I read the synopsis <laughs> yeah and it's got Seth Green's in it and Dax Shepard's in it and Matthew Lillard's in it. Burt Reynolds' little cameo <laughs> villager. Um, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really have to have much to say about it. Yeah. Really, it's. It, do you know what? It actually got better the further in, further into it. I got the first twenty minutes were pretty boring. I thought, fucking hell, I didn't f- remember it being this bad. <laughs> but basically, like, these three mates go to this campsite and end up. Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't really want to explain <laughs> yeah, so. we just end up getting a, lost in his campsite and getting chased by these two hillbillies okay. um, we're actually playing really well Some of them, we have really good lads one of the guys I need to say his name because I see him in a lot of things even subtly he was in Deepwater Horizon oh, American yeah. History X he's got a very familiar yeah, face he's been in a lot of stuff uh, yeah, isn't he in like My Name Is Earl or something? Yeah, 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 and he's, yeah, in, yeah. he's in. He's in. He was in Deepwater Horizon. He was in Come American, show, he, American History X. Yeah, mm. My Name Is Earl. Yeah, he's in The Wolf of Wall Street as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. yeah, he's always popping up in things. You yeah. never quite remember his name. He was actually very funny and cool. Yeah, it's a solid five out of ten film. Oh, okay. It gets better the further into you get into it. Like. Longest Yard, for example, that's a three or a four. It's just pretty. It seems it seems like this is something you should have watched after your you know in your recovery week. Well, I've thought about it. You see, I've thought about it. You see, because <laughs> right. I've got it in a box with. I've got it for my birthday years and years and years ago. It's it's right. without a panel, School yeah. of Rock, yeah, and Orange County in like one free, uh, one box with three discs in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those that I re- really remember from when I was younger, <laughs> and it's decent. Mm. And then the last one's another rewatch. Um, you might have seen this on Letterboxd uh, 7. I have not seen this. I really want to know after seeing your review. Well, I'll, I'll give you the DVD then because I've got it. I've got the DVD for it. Yeah. Um, because I uh, bought it when I was in Rygate. Um, oh, yeah, that hole you got. That hole I got. Yeah, yeah. Good hole. Just a, just a very, very good film. 
Mm. Um, obviously, I've said before how much I love Fincher, and sort of crazy how this was his second feature film, mm. and he went from Alien Three, and that was his first ever one, and he sort of sold himself out. He wanted to make his own film, and wanted to make a film in his own vision, and then the studio got involved, and it ended up just being a monstrosity, right? Just complete and utter dross. I mean, he followed it up with Seven. When you tell that if you let him have, just let him do what he wanted. And Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman are brilliant in it. And basically, it's about this serial killer, played by Kevin Spacey, who commits um, seven different murders for seven deadly deadly sins. sins. Hmm. And at times, it felt like it was just going through emotions a bit and. Not not to give any discredit to Fincher or to the performances, but it was a bit of a case of right one murder now I'm going after the next sure. one. I find another one now I find another one. Right, and it does the end of the film propels it from just being a decent seven eight film to a nine. It really does bump it up that much. Right, because the end's just <sighs> outstanding. It really is. Mm. Yeah. It, and I think that's sort of his classic Fincher in a way. You can see where, even twenty years ago, well, it's old, older. It's older than twenty years now. Some of the stuff that he's borrowed and still used with that style, even to this day. And it's a great film. I urge you. If you both you not seen it, no, not seen it. It's, it's really it is, a, it is a classic, and it's talked about a lot, isn't it? With mm, people, mm, yeah. Right, well, I'll bring the DVD around, then you can both have a go. Um, nice. I need to get rid of my. I've got two from you. I'm not taking any on okay. until I've got them back. To you. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, I've got two of yours, so I need to. Oh, Christ, yeah, you haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a very, very good film. Um, but that's it for me. Okay, I've got two things. Uh, the first thing is the Hitman's Bodyguard. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Um, I went to yeah, I went to see this the other day in the mm. cinema because I was always planning on seeing it just out of curiosity more than anything else and I was just hoping it could just be a fun just so you could come here fun buddy cop style film and yeah yeah, a lot of it was down to wanting to <laughs> come back and shove it in Woody's face uh, <laughs> but um, yeah no well it wasn't it wasn't fun well that's all I wanted from it I just wanted it to be fun but it wasn't fun I mean, it is rare for you to leave. I don't think I've ever left the cinema before. I normally would never do this, but I don't know. Right, it, it was it was a Tuesday night, and it was bank holiday, so really it felt like a Monday night. Mm. Uh, and Cleo did give you a bit of a nudge on this. She was like, yeah, should we just fucking go? And uh, I didn't really want to, because I never really want to finish a film. I mean, for one thing, I've been on the verge of throwing up all week and the fact that I've lo- logged this on Letterboxd and I haven't even finished the film. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I must admit, when I went on Letterboxd and I saw that, I was grinning like <laughs> Yeah, it, it's not like it's... It's not like, from what I've seen of it, I'd even give it a half. I'd probably give it a one because it's like, it, it's quite... It's, it's, it's made all right, you know. <laughs> Some of the action's okay. Stop clutching at straws. No, I'm not trying to clutch at straws. I'm just trying to say... I'm just trying to kind of get across that... You were wrong, I was right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you were. But I am just trying to get across uh, the difference between something being... Like, if this was so bad it was a half, I'd probably have stayed for it. Mm. 
but it's just so mediocre. Mm. And just there's nothing to it because it's playing it so safe. Well, there is no need to see it through. Like, it, it's the fact that there's nothing offensive about it that's mm. so offensive about it. And yeah, I was just, I, I was just, yeah, clearly the other said, should we just go? And I was, and I was, uh, my first thought was no, because I never leave and never stop watching the film. Mm. May as well just finish it, especially because we were past the halfway mark anyway. Yeah, we finished The Ridiculous Six. But then I was, just, I was just thinking about it and I was just thinking, I haven't laughed once in this. And I just, God I just think sake. there's just no charisma from these two and they're the most charismatic guys I could ever think of. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I just thought, fuck it, yeah, let's just go. It's just let's. I just felt like I was wasting my life. Yeah, how how can the director have failed so much to not even get any charisma out of these two? I don't know. It seems like a. It's, it seems like Ryan Reynolds has a pretty obvious type of character that he should play. He just at plays all times. Deadpool except without the suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the type of character he should play at all times, and he wasn't playing this. He was supposed to be more of the straight man to Sam Jackson, and it just wasn't good. So Ryan Reynolds. Is I could start going film. through. I know we usually like to explain the plot, but there's no point. No. It's no, it's basically you may alright I've put it in my letterbox review but just fucking go and watch Midnight Run it's amazing it's mm-hmm. way better than mm-hmm. than this film no. and that is a fun buddy cop style film mm. with Robert De Niro and it's great and the second thing I watched is oh no this is Groundhog Day <laughs> oh come on then tell me why it was so funny so both of my watches here were really just to prove someone wrong <laughs> yeah. um, it's a spiteful week <laughs> it's a spiteful week um, and yeah summed it up in my review there if you'd like to just read it out there would he please fuck you Jack correct <laughs> <sighs> okay well. brilliant film absolutely loved it amazing performance by Bill Murray he is just great I don't know how you could possibly suggest that Jim Carrey would play a better <laughs> character I just didn't write him in this I'm sorry He's, a, he's brilliant. We're not getting this is, this is classic Murray. This is this is him doing his his best subtle dry wit. Yeah, I, I, I care about that. His great delivery of every can single I, line. Can I just interrupt you, boys? I told a little lie. <gasps> I've also watched it. Oh. Because I saw that on Letterbox and I got in from a golf course at four o'clock this afternoon. You watched it today? I watched it oh today. God. Oh my god! Because I saw that and I thought I've got to interject here. So. I've got the casting vote. Oh my god! And Richie, you are spot on, man. Yeah. Fucking hell! I'm sorry, Jack. Thank it you. This is a classic. Yes, it is. Classiche. Oh fucking hell! I nearly had a heart attack. No, I'm then. sorry. No, Bill Murray is brilliant, and yeah. I think it's. Can I say I didn't say I Jim hated Carrey, this film. No, I know you didn't. No, but you, Jim Carrey would not work in that role because it needs to be the understated. Our soul, mm. who's not going about pulling all the silly faces. Yeah, that it sense, worked. Yeah. I know what you're I'm saying. Like Tom Hanks might have worked as well, maybe. I do understand why you compared them yeah, if you in to... this film because it is a character that Jim Carrey could play, but there's no way he could no. pull it off with the the mm. level the, the level that Bill Murray. Could. And I guess the whole story, and the, the point of the film, is that it's this grumpy, horrible yeah. man who turns into. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so great how gradually that happens as well, the change. It's not like it just like yeah. snaps like that. And do you know what? I actually didn't think it was... Um, mm. I didn't think it was repetitive. I thought we did a good job of mixing the days up. Mm. I, I, yeah, I do. Extent. I do. And the way... It, yeah, I, I, I love... I also love how you have no idea how long he's stuck in this yeah, scenario. Yeah. But it's implied that it's 
It could be years. It could it could well be as long as he's been alive. That was done well actually. I didn't I didn't know what like he he becomes a fucking expert pianist. Ice sculptor. Ice sculptor. He could have been. He could have been in this scenario for longer than he had lived well, up until this point. In the, apparently, he wanted, originally wanted the director said he wanted to do it for ten thousand years. That's how long he wanted to be. That there. would have been amazing. But then apparently, he thinks it's roughly around ten years that he's done it for. Oh, okay, that sounds about right Which is about to plausible, me. Really. Which makes you kind of think of how fucking insane you'd go when it finally yeah. ends. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, imagine how dark this film could have been. It could have been like it, yeah, he should have yeah, just yeah. gone on a fucking rampage at the end. No, it is a great film. I, yeah, it's I a great loved film. it. It is. Fair enough. I know it's a well-loved film. I just did get a bit tired of it. I didn't know. I was expecting to after what he said. Yeah. And because I haven't seen it with a film that hot on before, I was thinking, mm. yeah, no, I don't know. maybe it's just one of, another one of these that I liked when I was younger, and now mm. I might think differently. And I just didn't. Yeah. I thought they actually did a great job of mixing it up. And not keeping me bored. Yeah. Right then. Yeah. I thought Bill Murray was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Now that you've sort of explained the point of, you know, Jim Carrey just wouldn't. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But I still stand by that I wasn't really into it. It's just the subtlety he has with each line. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, yeah I, I love him. Uh, but that's it from me. That's everything. <laughs> so. I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. We've not already said that this episode. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that... Do you want to give a quick mention that the next couple of weeks might be a bit... Hit and miss. Hit well, and miss. Or well, hit, well, well, basically we haven't... Whatever the phrase is. We haven't quite decided what's happening yet because Mr. Withers is going away. I'm going on holiday. Two weeks... Two, two weeks after well it's actually I'm actually going after next week but it might be a bit iffy on whether whether we get one in for yeah because we haven't quite decided what's happening yet but yeah so maybe we'll see you next week but, well you won't <laughs> well I won't I definitely won't well uh, no I might because we might just be able to squeeze one more in possibly oh yeah yeah before I go but anyway yeah uh, so yeah if that's everything mm. then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me. Then put your 